0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network.
1: Welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 79. Joining me this week is none other than Hershey Squirts himself, Kevin Alder. How are you going, Kevin?
2: Oh, great, Mark. We've already hit the toilet, and we haven't even gotten into the show.
1: Well, you know, we we were going to record a couple of days ago, but then, you know, about 15 minutes before recording time, I get this message from Kevin saying, you know, I'm not feeling too well, and, you know, I didn't know what was wrong. and I said, oh, you know, hopefully you'll be okay, and, and, you know, take care, you know, rest up, and he's like, well, that's if I can get out of the toilet.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what the sad part is and about, I mean, I was feeling bad. I couldn't even s- hardly stand to sit up. I almost had to lay, to completely lay down and not to gross listeners out, but it almost started coming out of other parts of me. Okay, I'm just going to say it that way. Yeah, the, now, did you have...
1: suffer the anal leakage?
2: No, I didn't thankfully have that problem.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> unfortunately one problem that I do have on occasion. <laughs> Especially, so no, no I, I eat very hot and spicy food. I love hot, spicy food, and it tends to cause that effect. And it's like, yeah, mm, sometimes it's not too nice.
2: Well, in in this country, we have a term for that. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called a shart.
1: <laughs> no, I haven't it's,
2: heard of that. <laughs> it's not quite a shit, and it's not quite a fart. It's a mixture <laughs> of the two.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great
2: because <laughs> you know, you know, if you shart it's just not good <laughs> it's funny because uh you know we were chatting back and forth i guess it was last night on twitter and they i sent that picture of uh from people of com. and if the listeners haven't ever been to that i i encourage you to go see people of com. but on like the fourth or fifth page in of those pictures past the one i sent you of honey boo boo. Ah, i got it in there.
1: <laughs> i'm not listening anymore do do do. i'm not listening to kevin do do do.
2: but they had these they had a picture they had like three or four different pictures of different people and they were all men i think in <laughs> walmart that that apparently had sharted themselves.
1: <laughs> oh. now that's one and for the show
2: notes. that yeah it was uh it's, I can't. I'll have to see if I can find the exact pictures. I can't remember, but I was thumbing through them. We got to talking something about, you know, dre- not people not dressing appropriately to go out and things like that. And it's like, you know, and then something came up about Walmart, and I thought, oh wow, I haven't been to peopleofwalmart.com dot com recently. And you know, who, you know what Walmart is, I assume. Yeah, right, yeah, Mark? the
1: big shopping complex that sort of everything under the one roof.
2: Yeah, they're a huge. They're one of the biggest retailers, uh, brick and mortar. Well, probably both retailers in this country, if not, in, uh, uh, North America, but, uh, there's this site that has nothing but pictures of weird things people see at Walmart. And I mean, <laughs> there are some really bizarre and off the wall stuff. But you know what I, 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 actually, I,
1: I actually find people get really bizarre. You know, the food courts where you sort of go and congregate like a bunch, uh, a bunch of herd of animals there and and you're sitting there and you're you know kind of thing and you know you're eating your burger your fries whatever and i find that people are really wacky in those food courts they're really strange and i know jeff gamut he finds coffee shops they're really weird and um it's just it's amazing you go out in public and the um the weirdos come out from somewhere and it's like where do they go at night where do they live (laughs) you know it's um it's quite funny to think about
2: Oh, I know, it, it is, but uh, I would encourage the listeners to go to uh, com. You need some entertainment. Some of it, because some of the T-shirts that people are wearing are not very G-rated, um, and so I, I would encourage you maybe not to look at it with younger family members or people easily offended. <laughs> just just uh, like
1: don't listen to this show in the car when you're driving the kids to it's school. is true. <laughs> this is
2: very, very true, Mark. It. Uh,
1: yeah, if you, want, was- if you want a better clean show, go across and listen to not another Mac podcast. There we go. i got to plug
2: in. <laughs> hey. hey, um, the funny, you know, we were talking about I got sick. It wasn't feeling well, the toilet and all that. We started right into the toilet. Do you know what I had been doing literally 45 minutes to an hour before that? Working on the toilet. I had a, oh. toilet. I had a toilet that was uh, leaking a mm. little bit. One of the bathrooms here in the house, so I was I tore it apart and was fi- replacing some of the parts in it. So I see. Th- I think that's somewhat ironic that I fixed one toilet and then had to uh, work the heck out of another one. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> uh, well,
1: at, le- at least you work on your toilets. That's the that's the month. I think I told you a couple of weeks ago we had to replace the toilet seat on our toilet. You know, yeah. it just it cracked and we don't know what really happened. You know, no one would own up to it. And I certainly know it wasn't my big ass that did it. But, you know, certainly I didn't help it. I probably started the crack and then someone else, the kids probably got up on it or something. But, um, yeah, no, we had to replace that. And i got to tell you, it's nice to have a nice, clean, brand-new dunny seat, you know. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys call them toilets, if you call them dunnies in, in the US, but that's our, our kind of slant out here for the toilet. Oh, I'm going to the dunny or the outhouse.
2: Well, we do say outhouse, but that literally from the days when it was an outhouse. Yeah. So, um, but then, uh, how do we use the crapper, yep. the shitter, you know, the library?
1: Uh. <laughs> I, I always go in and, and say, oh, go in a hen of turkey. And I don't know why, because <laughs> I don't eat turkey, but it's just one of those things that, you know, oh, pinch a loaf. That's another one.
2: So, you know, those are interesting terms. I've heard those. But now, why, when people go to the bathroom, do they say, I'm going to take a shit? You don't take one, you leave it. (laughs)
1: You You know, this is a funny story that I'm just, it it came to mind that, you know, Gretel and a friend, as they were growing up, Uh, They decided to, you know, not go to school one day and do the naughty thing. And anyway, uh, Gretel needed to go to the toilet. So they went into this doctor's surgery. I'm sure it was a doctor's surgery. It may have been a dentist. It was one of the two. And um, anyway, they they said to the woman behind the counter, the receptionist, "Can, can we borrow the toilet? And the receptionist said, yeah, sure. Where are you taking it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I just I love that story, it's just great It's like, yeah, you know, you can't borrow it You know, it's like Yeah, it's, um You you definitely don't take a shit, do
2: you? <laughs> no, you leave well, it. It's like, somebody says, can I borrow Kleenex? Oh, hell no, you can have it Yeah, we, Please, we don't
1: just, want it's, that it's, one back
2: so if oh. you do want to give it back to somebody, I can give you Mark's address, put it in an envelope, and send it to <laughs> him.
1: I think so. I'll be right, Kevin. I've had, I've had enough of the uh, the snotty nose tissues uh, coming my way. And, you know, it's funny when the kids are sick and so forth because here I am, you know, trying to get some work done, and all I'm doing is wiping boogers off noses, you know. and it's oh. <laughs> they, they still don't know how to blow properly, so you kind of got to do the the thing where you, you put the tissue up the top of the nose and then you squeeze down and get all the the mucus out of the nose.
2: Oh, then you should see this past week's episode of Honey Boo Boo.
1: No, no, she- I'm not listening anymore, do-da, do-da. I'm not listening to Kevin, do-do, do-do, She sneaks. Oh, I'm not listening anymore, do-da, do-da. We are n- it- we are not going there. We're- I will hang up on you. I will hang up on you. We are not going there. We are not. Honey Boo Boo is off, off, off. Geekiest show ever,
2: forever. <laughs> Mark's <sighs> having a little ap- apoplectic fit here, in listeners. If you can't tell, <sighs>
1: I'm getting all it's hot awesome, and buddy. flustered. Me, me blood pressure's going up. I think Kevin <clears throat> just wants to give me a stroke or kill me. You know. <laughs> oh. hey, huh,
2: huh. Talk about getting warm and stuff. Uh, Thankfully here for the first time since April, our temperature tonight is supposed to dip down to, I think, about 40 degrees Well, that'd be great for you. Oh man, I'm thinking about opening the windows and turning the fans on (laughs) to bring the air in.
1: Well, you know what? It's actually starting to get warmer here too, which is good. So uh, I'm starting to defrost and thaw out a bit and it's nice to sort of wear shorts again and and wear a T-shirt, because otherwise, you know, I feel like a big snowman in an igloo uh, you know, in winter out here. So,
2: Well, that's a picture I didn't need. you trying to squeeze <laughs> through the opening on an igloo.
1: Ooh.
2: <laughs> Ooh, get that out of my head. Ow, <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey, you
1: know what? I, you know what? I, I don't know where to go with this, because I think someone was a little bit offended that we or iSan, the pocket-sized podcast theme last week on the show. I think someone got their knickers in a little bit of a knot over that. And uh, he who shall remain nameless never did bother to send us feedback or retaliate. And I'm sad, Kevin. That's, that's disappointing. I would have expected more from he who shall remain
2: nameless. Well, yeah, not only that, he promised us... Some additional feedback on our conversation related to the iOS or not the iOS, the uh Apple announcements.
1: That's right. i you know, talk about just he's ne- totally ne- neglecting your public responsibilities, you know, just
2: oh, but I, I, I will have to, I, I don't know if this would be in defense of him or not, but I will have to say the uh episode of NAMP that he was on with you after the announcements and the episode of Pocket Size Podcast that you did with him after the announcements were awesome shows. I thoroughly enjoyed both shows.
1: That's oh, good to hear, yeah. Oh. It's always fun podcasting with the man who shall remain nameless. And I, I think he got offended too because a while back I started calling him by his real name and I think he liked the anonymity. <laughs> Help me with that word, Kevin. Anonymity. Anonymity. Jeez, yeah. there's some words in the English language that are just like, man, they might as well be a foreign language uh, term. <laughs> I just can't, cannot say them. And, uh, and yeah,
2: do you have trouble getting your tongue around your arse there, or what? Yeah.
1: You know what? I've never tried.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pitch softball there and see if you take a swing at it.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not going there. Hey, um, you know what, we, we've got some happy birthdays this week. You know what's funny? I, I think when it comes to, you know, um, the new year and so forth, I think there must have been a lot of people many years ago who decided, hey, it's New Year's Eve. I'm going to have a little bit of fun and shake some boots. Uh, and, you know, so uh, Rose from Australia, Oz Rose on Twitter, she's uh, had her birthday this week, so happy birthday. Um, yes, happy birthday, Rose. Dave Hamilton has his birthday this week from uh, TMO, the Mac Observer. I've got my birthday this week, and right. so happy birthday me! Woohoo! Hey, Kevin's gonna send me happy birthday later. Um, that's a sure way to get everyone to stop, <laughs> you know, listening to the show. Uh, and I did get a tweet about someone else who we follow on Twitter, or who at least I follow on Twitter, whose birthday's on the twenty-sixth. Which is uh, sorry, I'm just loading up TweetDeck now. Uh, Tom Hamby, uh, his birthday's on the 26th and actually my stepson's birthday is on the 26th as well. And he turns 21 this year. And, um, we had a, a, a sort of birthday lunch because, uh, his girlfriend slash fiance, um, her birthday is on the 16th of September. So what we did was rather than have two different events, we had this one big, all oh, you can eat pizza lunch, you know, and, um. <laughs> I didn't eat for a while. I wore my stretchy pants. I actually asked Jeff Gamut if pants were necessary at an event like that. And he said, no. And I thought, well, you know, maybe I should wear the stretchy pants first and undo the buckle. You know what the problem was? I went in there with good intentions of literally rolling back home. And I didn't make it, Kevin. I did not make make it. I got full. It's like, no, all this pizza was coming out, and it's like, I, just, I can't put any more in. I let the team down. You know, the The pizza place made more money off me than I ate off them. It, you know, that
2: that's, I, I couldn't sympathise with you. I used to think that going to an all-you-can-eat restaurant was the height of any time I would eat. I avoid those things like the plague now because... I mean, even at fifteen bucks US, I don't think I can eat fifteen dollars worth of food anymore. No,
1: what, I it's, sort of looked at it, and and what they did was they brought out a, a smaller, like smaller pizzas, but more varieties. So you could go, you know, the uh, the traditionals or the the more premium pizzas, whatever you wanted. But they brought out the smaller ones. Now, if we'd got the big family ones, we would have been talking twenty twenty two dollars per pizza for you know twelve. Sixteen slices kind of thing, um but you know this one had like eight slices and it, it was sort of half size um and then normally you know about fifteen dollars or so, so it was twenty dollars a head and by the time we worked it out, it's like okay, they didn't you know get screwed over by us eating too much, and we would have paid the about the same amount as if we had just ordered the larger pizzas, so it's one of those psychological things, and I don't know. Whether psychologically you block yourself from the all you can eat. You're just like <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I was full and I was I didn't even eat dinner last night and I really only had like one and a half pizzas, which would have been a normal family size pizza. So, you know, it's um I was disappointed in myself. I thought for sure I'll go two pizzas, maybe even a third, and I couldn't do it, but you know what, if if I was home and, and sitting at home eating the pizza Oh, where'd it go?
2: <laughs> you know, it's funny though. The only type of all-you-can-eat I still am attracted to is the seafood buffets that we can get around here every once in a while. Actually, I can't even get them around h- here anymore. The only place I get them is when I go to the coast, and uh, and even then, I can't eat near near what I used to be able to. And the only reason I do it now is because you get such a variety if you go to the all-you-can-eat. You know, yeah. you can get a little bit, a little taste to everything. Which is a good idea with, like, the pizza that you're talking about. You Definitely. could get a little taste of all the pizza.
1: Yeah, because otherwise you tend guy- to stick to your same ones that you, you generally always get. And that gets a bit boring. Like, I had one yesterday uh, with Cabanassi that I had never had before. And, oh, it was to die for. It was better than putting bacon on a pizza. It was just, you know, Cabanossi, uh green capsicum, some onion, some tomato. Just beautiful.
2: Just love right, I don't know what two of those things are. What's Cabanassi and capsicum?
1: <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I couldn't get over when no one in, in Allison's chat room for the Nasilicars podcast didn't know what beetroot was. <laughs> it's like wow, I don't know we're... what
2: that is either, but I figured it out, I think.
1: Well, basically what it is, is it's a, a round bulb that looks... I guess like, you know, a set of pig's balls or something and, uh, but it's got a root and it grows in the ground and it's got this frilly little grassy plant bit at the top. And what you do is, you know, so you you pretty much slice it and then, you know, you've got different ways of doing it. You can boil it up or you can, um, you know, put it into a salad or, or whatever. Um, or, but what's more common is we actually had, have beetroot in a tin and, you know, it's sort of in this, this juice and it's really nice for on like a salad sandwich and it's a purpley ready kind of vegetable slash fruit i don't know which which category it falls in but um you well, know i'm gonna, have, I'm gonna we, have to get some pictures for you and show you and, and you know what i should do for christmas i'm gonna have to get your address and i'm gonna send you a little care package of everything that you don't know that we have that you know obviously can survive the trip um so we, that you can ha- see it
2: we have beetroot but we don't call it that we call it beet. We don't call it beet root. We just call it beet. Now, B-E-T-S. is it the same thing? Yeah, it's what you just described. It's a purple purple looking thing that grows under the ground. Yep, yep. And it's got it's a got root, a on root on. to come, a did little uh, tap but,
1: but here's the American Australian comparison. Ours makes more sense because it's beet
2: roots. <laughs> do, you, do you call them carrot roots?
1: No, but the carrot doesn't have a root on the bottom. The root is the carrot.
2: <laughs> oh, dear God, the Aussies.
1: <laughs> you Americans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what, what, what was the other ones that we... So, so I, I said Cabernossi, and, and you're not sure on Cabernossi. Basically, uh, Twiggy Sticks. How about Twiggy Sticks? Little nope. little sticks about that big of, of, like, really peppered meat, compressed heavily. Pepperoni? No, no. It- you know what? It, it's very similar to pepperoni. But pepperoni's, you know, about that thick. You know, I, mean, I don't know why I'm showing you, because <laughs> yeah. the
2: listeners are going,
1: how thick is that thick? Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're, we're going down a rat hole that just doesn't have an end, does it? Um... Cap- okay, so the the pepperoni is thicker than the capanossi is. The capanossi is a, about half the thickness. So you know, women out there, it depends. Do you like it thick or thin? You know, that's the choice you've got to make. Now the um the the pepperoni is you know, oh, Kevin's Kevin's gonna drop dead on me in a second. He's <laughs> he's going red right in the face. <laughs> he thinks it's <that's> hilarious.
2: <laughs> I- no, I'm not even going to go down this road. Go ahead, finish your explanation.
1: <laughs> Basically, it's very similar, but they are different. The, the you know the pepperoni will be very spicy and and quite hot, you know, generally. Uh, whereas the capricci isn't. It's got more of a tend to it than than a hot spice to it. And what we do out here is we'll get crackers and we'll put cheese on it. And I love getting uh, Swiss cheese, Julesburg cheese. And then you put the the uh, slice of pepperoni, uh, sorry, the slice of Capanossi on top. Just beautiful. Um, and then, oh, uh, capsicum. Now, you said you you didn't know capsicum. Um, I don't think I've got one in the house at the moment, unfortunately, but it's, they come in green, red and yellow and they're basically peppers. But we still call them yeah. ca- capsicums, but they're not like a chili pepper where you bite into it and you, ah! kind of thin. it's, it's again a zesty kind of taste, um, mm. and you add it to a salad or you add it to a stir fry. Um, Reminds
2: me of banana. Sounds like, kind of like a banana pepper that comes in different colors. Maybe maybe pe- that's what it is. <laughs> maybe.
1: Well, you know we, I, we're we're gonna have to start comparing foods more because this is rather exciting and fun. We love yeah. our food, and you know it's um. Fun to see what you guys have and what we have, and then compare and and take notes.
2: Well, you know, it's I always get amused, and I've had to explain it to the uh, to my kids a couple of times. My wife and I know the difference, but you'll be uh, listening, especially to the UK shows that will watch. They'll be talking about having a biscuit with or something like that, and the kids go, "Why are they having biscuits with whatever they're having?" Because you saying, guys, wait a minute, cookies. you got to back up. Biscuits are cookies. <laughs> what we call biscuits are not the same as what the British call biscuits. And I don't know, is, 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 is biscuits a term used in the yeah, UK for... well,
1: well we, we use the term biscuits out here. Um, but what's funny is because my daughter watches so much, uh, you know, American TV and especially uh, Sesame Street with, you know, the Cookie Monster. So, you know, Cookie Monster eats cookies, not biscuits. So she always say cookies instead of biscuits. And it's just really funny. Um, but no, we call them biscuits or bickies. Um, you know, for slum, uh, but they're the same
2: thing. But what, what do you guys call biscuits then? What, what is a biscuit? A bis Oh crap. If I could run upstairs, I would get one. It's a round, uh, made out of like a bread dough. It's a short bread dough, meaning it's a little on the drier side, not as yeasty. And they're usually about, again, here, great for the listeners. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're about the, the diameter of your average eight inch, uh, drinking glass and about yay thick. And you bake them. In the oven, you brush them with a little butter when you break. Biscuits are really popular in the southern part of the United States. I mean, they're served all over the country. um, But they're more popular down in the southern part of the United States as a side dish on a meal where you might have a crescent roll or you might have a regular dinner roll or something like that. A lot of times, you'll have biscuits.
1: Huh. That is so different because we don't do anything like that. You know, if we have a side to a meal... It'll be a side salad, or it'll be a side chips or wedges, you know, some, well, we have something that like too. that. But yeah, no, we we don't have the biscuit thin as that. I mean, I'm sure we've got something similar, but um, yeah, it's just it's very different. So, uh,
2: do you have do you have dinner rolls? Oh yeah, yeah, like- the,
1: the the little tiny dinner rolls. Yep, yep, we have those.
2: Serve you serve biscuits here in the United States the same way as you would serve a dinner roll. I mean, with the eating season coming up here in the United States. With <laughs> you got Halloween coming up. Then you have the Thanksgiving here in the United States, which is a huge spread of food. I'm sure you've seen pictures of the oh, yeah. spreads that are put out. And then you'll have the lull as your stomach starts to return to normal proportions. And then you'll have the Christmas feast. Uh, we don't do Boxing Day. Uh, and then you'll have... Um, uh, New Year's, sometimes you have people have a feast on New Year's. We don't typically, but a lot of people do. So as the, as the eating season kicks off, I'll have to have pictures to share with you so you can see the food that we're gorging ourselves Oh, off.
1: definitely. Yeah, I want to compare. And, you know, we'll have to do that from now on is when we come across something that's nice that we've eaten, we're going to have to compare and, and see what's what and, and educate each other. Yes, oh, no, that, I, I think that'd be really interesting for the listeners, too.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, I know a little bit about the UK, just principally because I have so many friends and I've watched so much UK stuff. I mean, like, our families adopted HP brown sauce. Matter of fact, I had that tonight with uh, dinner. I had a pork chop, so I put a little brown sauce on know, top of it. You know
1: what I laugh every, every time I think of it is the UK have a, uh, a thing called Spotted Dick. And uh, you go to the supermarket you and you, you, pi- you pick up a spotted dick. And it's a fruitcake. <laughs> yeah. I just laugh. You know, the, the term of it, you know, it's just one of those that can be taken either way.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like uh, a Toad in the Hole and um, uh, Bubble and Squeak. I know Bubble and all sort of
1: Squeak. Things. What's Toad in the Hole?
2: Toad in the Hole, from my understanding, is basically a sausage of some sort. Uh, served in um, uh, a dough that's baked around it i, I, I don't know how better ooh, to describe ooh. it
1: um, yeah we, we've got those things, but we don't call it that um,
2: and my UK listeners are probably going I ah, know you're completely wrong I'm going well i don't know that's it, what I remember you know what being.
1: We, we kind of call it a sausage roll we you know you get sausage meat, not necessarily a sausage. And then you wrap it in, in sort of uh, puff pastry kind of thing. Then you whack it in the oven 20 minutes, half an hour, you know. And then you put some sauce on it, you know. And you... It's the same as pies, though. When you say pie and I say pie, it's two totally different things. We have meat and chicken in our pies. You have... We
2: have that too.
1: But you don't call it pies,
2: do you? Yeah, we do. We call it really early, I, I, around here. It's called chicken pot pie or beef pot pie, and it's it, it it it's usually a like a stew type of stuff with a crust over top of it. Yeah, interesting. So we do call it the same, but then we have dessert pies. Yes, you know, which are so um, we we
1: we we still call that like an apple pie kind of thing.
2: Yeah, we have we have apple pie. One of my favorites is coconut custard. Um, Lemon, um, which isn't wedges of lemon. It's like a lemon um, congeal of sorts. Not jello. It's like a lemon pudding almost. Um, Then you'll have uh, pecan pie. You'll have... Oh, I love the pecan. Mince meat pie, which some people actually do put meat in those, but rarely anymore. It's usually more uh, fruits and stuff like that. Your cherry pie, um, key lime pie, which is really popular in the southeast... Um, very refreshing after you've eaten something. Um, you know, those are the types of things. And there'd be all everything else in between blueberry, raspberry, uh, rhubarb. Um, you know, almost anything else under the sun can get stuffed into a pie. Egg custard pie. <laughs> so, you name it.
1: Now I'm uh, getting that, hungry. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I want some of these pies. Now I want the all-you-can-eat.
2: <laughs> you want uh... the all-you-can-eat i buffet.
1: <laughs> oh, indeed. Now look it, it was a great day and you know we sort of celebrated the birthday things and and oh I, I got some I got some things I need to show you. And and one the listeners were here. But I got given ta-da, the Avengers ah. movie on DVD. So that Wicked. And you, you know what's great about that? It's September the 24th, and I think it's only coming out in America tomorrow or something like that. We had it a month early, and yes. I got it early. Na, 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 na Not that I've seen it, but <laughs> I was too tired. And Kevin's flipping me the bird. How rude, Kevin. How rude. Now, here's... His... better than
2: what I was going to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's no moon. It's a space station. And speaking of which... Here we go. Can you read that card? This is the birthday card I got, so I read it, it for the, the a listeners.
2: long time ago. Okay. It's like the beginning of Star Wars. Yep. You were born.
1: <laughs> Isn't that just the coolest card in the world? That it, What a hallmark moment. Yeah, it well, was it a Hallmark one, a Hallmark interactive, um, and copyright two thousand twelve Lucasfilm. So you know we gotta give credit for them because otherwise we'll probably be sued out of existence. Uh, I know. think
2: you didn't play enough.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll do it again. <laughs> uh, no, that that was a great card. That that card literally made my day because I've never seen one like that before, and it's oh that is so cool.
2: Oh, you haven't, uh, you haven't seen? I've seen those music cards. We've had different ones around for for your uh, probably I, four or five years, I think.
1: Yeah, I've seen music cards because even when I was a kid growing up, they had music cards for for Christmas. They would play the music and so forth. But uh, I haven't seen the Star Trek ones, and I didn't even know you could get them in Star Trek. So I was like, "That is so cool!" I just you I mean, think it's you mean great. Star
2: Wars? You're gonna piss off people. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs>
1: I got it confused because, um, you know, Alex and Matt gave it to me yesterday and Alex didn't have a clue um, that it was not, not Star Trek. She thought it was Star Trek and, and it's been now confusing me and it's like, no, it, it is definitely Star Wars and shame on me. I've just lost all my geek cred, haven't I?
2: Oh, dear, dear me. I'm going to have to subtract one and a half geek points for that, but... We'll give you. We'll give you a slight pass. I mean, but, you know, see, you're I've been over... watching
1: Star Trek lately. That's the thing. I'm I'm midway through season two of Enterprise, and I got to tell you, that show just keeps getting better and better. I forgot how I good love it was. That
2: shit. So do I, I, love I. love that It's show. Just,
1: I I want them to redo, like not redo it, but you know, get the same cast back, do season five, you know, something like that. It's like, please, it's such a good show. I I really. Oh, actually. I want to have a quick talk. I haven't started listening to it yet, but um, Ken Ray, who does Macos Ken, he's now got a, a new podcast that's sort of done with um, Rod Roddenberry um, and, and sort of, you know, uh, based in the whole Star Trek universe called um,
2: Mission Mission talking-
1: Log. Yes. I'm, I'm sure it's called Mission Log. And they, they go through an episode once a week, and then they discuss the vision, the thoughts behind it, how does it, you know, apply to life, society, future, you know, visions and so forth. And I haven't listened to a show yet, so I can't comment on how good the show is, but I just feel that that's really, really awesome. And it's like, the only problem is they're starting with the original series and working episode by episode. And I, you know, I I love the original series, but it's like, couldn't you just go and do Enterprise first? I'm watching Enterprise at the moment. <laughs> Plus, it predates the original.
2: Yeah, I know. Oh. I, I, I've been wanting to listen to those episodes. I like Ken Ray anyway. I listen to his show most every day on the way to work. The only um, problem
1: I've got with his shows because he compresses it so much and and he talks so quickly. Great load of information for any Mac fan out there. Uh, but the one problem that I have is I play my podcast on 1.5 times. So with him and Alison, I've got to literally slow it down to one times because otherwise it's, and what, what, what did you say five minutes ago? <laughs> and, of course, with Ken's uh, shows, you know, 30 seconds, he puts so much into every 30 seconds that you just can't get back easily. So uh, yeah, I've got to slow I, it I,
2: down. That's something I don't do is listen to podcasts uh, at anything but normal speed.
1: Well, I do because if I don't do that, I'll never get through them. <laughs> Literally, I've, got, I've still got 53 unlistened episodes uh, sitting in Downcast. And, you Uh-oh. know, I can crank through them quicker. But you do miss stuff, too. So, uh, you know, listeners, if you're listening to my shows, do not listen to them on 1.5 or 2 times because there's valuable information.
2: Well, you know, I still... I'm running on, I think, on NAMP uh Mac Geek Gab, and one other one I know I'm running uh, probably about two th- two weeks behind maybe cuz I well when did you record the one with Gaz and stuff uh the Namp episode with Gaz that was uh, last talking?
1: week's episode
2: oh so I'm pretty close up to date then okay yeah cuz so this, I have this caught week
1: um out. this week I had David Grulish on with Stu Helm and Alistair Jenks So, really good panel. Actually, the last two weeks have been two really awesome panels that, uh, you know, have been getting good feedback and and so forth, and and just great conversations. Plus, it also helps, I think, when you've got, you know, something to talk about, like the crappy iOS 6 maps,
2: you know. Oh, are are we bitter about the maps, Mark?
1: I am. I never use them, but, you know, I was able to create the Apocalypse of Sydney, uh, you know, before... December 21st this year. You know, I, I totally destroyed the, 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 uh, the, the, center of Sydney. I actually tweeted it out. Um, you know what? I'm really, I, I, I was fired up the other night to have a, a real big rant about it until you had the Hershey squirts. Uh, and, and now I've calmed down a little bit, but I think what also sort of bugs me a little bit is look, I'm a big Mac fan. I love my Apple gear. Uh, you know, it, it's just superb. But, you know, everyone's going, use it more, give them feedback, it'll get better. And I'm starting to think, stop bloody kissing their asses. Stop, you know, saying, hey, this will get better. It's like, hey, you know what? Microsoft used to give you shit. And by the third update or the third service pack, it was fucking good. But everyone complained and bitched about it. I don't want Apple to go down the same, same road as that. And, you know, I feel people that are saying, oh, you know, give it time, it'll get better. I don't give a fuck, it doesn't work now, you know, stop just trying to, you know, cover their bad release, you know, it's, I, I think people are really giving them a bit of a free ride, and I'm not sure that I'm comfortable with that, because then they're going to keep pumping out crap.
2: Well, you know, again, I haven't upgraded, I can't upgrade my iPad, I will not rant about that, we've talked about that before. Not gonna go down not that I'm bitter. Um I haven't done I haven't upgraded my phone. My phone is used so much for work. It is such a critical part of what I do at work. Um, uh, especially with what I'm doing right now because I'm not at my desk for long stretches of time. So it's critical to help me stay in contact um for what I do. So I haven't upgraded it yet because I've been afraid to now the maps thing that's not gonna affect me. I don't travel that much. I mean I think the last time I really relied on the map was when you and I did the, the uh, Skype call when I was on the train coming up through Florida <laughs> back in the yeah. spring. So I, that was the last time I really used the map function that much. Um, I normally look up where I'm going before I leave. What does bug me, though, is they're taking out the native YouTube app. And I know before you start screaming at the at your Mac or your iPod or whatever the crap you're listening to us on, um, but we're good craps to listen. The... Uh, is that they took out the YouTube app, the native YouTube app. I know that Google has one that you can put on there, but that just bugs me. I don't know why. The other problem is it's not universal.
1: It only works on the iPhone. It doesn't work on the iPad. And, um, you know, yeah, okay, it's a little bit more powerful than the, the previous one was. And I used to never like the... The youtube app on the actual device because it never worked for me it would always buffer too long before something would be presented or then it would stop you know part way into the video and it was just it was clunky um but you know then you've got you know i was speaking about it on namp about okay they've killed youtube off ios and then you look at the apple tv and you can watch youtube on the apple tv which works perfectly and you know i'm just waiting for them to kill that as well it's like stop being pissed off with each other you know google had some good stuff you know i don't know who's to blame whether it's google whether it's apple but frankly i don't care you know i don't care that google has android and apple has ios you know it's it's like microsoft and you know they had an operating system apple had an operating system but you share technologies you share things you make it better you know you at least praise each other I, i really can't understand it and you know, YouTube is one thing losing that, but then maps—the the bad quality. I mean, you know, I've heard from a few people in the U.S. that the quality is great. You know, for the U.S. cities. but in Australia, it looks. You know, it. One one scene of Sydney Harbour, and oh, I'll have to send you the picture of it. Um, you know, of Circular Quay, where all the big ships come in, and so forth. Um, the ships appear underwater on Apple's maps, and it's just it's it's flat. Whereas on Google Maps, you can see the the full view, and it's like this 3D thing. It's like ah, oh, for crying out loud, go back to the drawing board and come back in five years. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's that bad. It, it really, you know what? You, you know the the um the different map uh developers and so forth, TomTom Tom and so forth, that have their own apps and and so forth. You know, those guys will be doing a a great business and a booming business now because it's so bad. If you want good maps on iOS, you you know, you can always go and use Google Maps within the browser. That does work. I'm not sure that all functions do, but most of them do. Uh, But I think a lot of people go out and buy third-party apps and say, screw you, Apple. You know, it's really bad and it's, it's getting such bad press everywhere. And it's the one thing that mainstream media is jumping onto and saying how bad it is and the problem is mainstream media talks to the lowest common denominator and the lowest common denominator believe every thin is then shit because one thin shit so I, I really can't understand why Apple would release a product that was not ready for prime time I know that they did it with Siri and they called it beta but this Maps thin isn't classed as beta and frankly I'm really getting sick and tired of alphas and betas being released as real software I didn't put... Tweetbot on my Mac because it was alpha. It's like I'm not running alpha software on my production machine. Go, you know, test it on someone else's machine. So I, I, I just just don't agree with it.
2: I, again, I don't use. I, I guess I kind of do the stereotypical man thing when it comes to directions. Although I do it a little differently. I get online before I go someplace, look it up, and then I say, "Oh, let's hell, let's just drive in that direction. I'm pretty sure I'll find it." (laughs) And, uh, you know, I, 50% of the time I find it, you know, I kind of get in the general neighborhood and although I will stop and ask for directions occasionally if I have to, but, um,
1: well, what what I I do is I actually print out the directions. I'll go to Google maps. I've done that too. You know, turn on this street, then turn that street, turn this street and you get the little map and and that works as well. So, but yeah, just otherwise iOS six is a pretty good upgrade. It's. Doesn't you know my iPhone four works well? My iPad works well. It it works. You know it's doesn't offer anything really new though. It's not like you know that Passbook thing. I still haven't figured that out. And there's only one app associated with it for Australia, anyways. So I was like, great, another thing that America gets that Australia just gets screwed on.
2: Well, I, uh, the Pass the Passbook thing. While I can see its usefulness to people, that's not how I use my phone. So. I um, even though there's a ton of apps, um, you know, I won't go to the movies because of my antisocial behavior. Uh, I'm not booking a table because, um, frankly, it, I'm you know, I don't go to restaurants where you have to book tables. You walk in and wait. <laughs> um, I don't go to that kind of restaurant. So, um, you know, it's it it's interesting for people that'll use it. I will not use it. Um, it's just one of those features that I don't use. Um, there are other things on the phone I don't use and probably should, but you know I have my I'm old I'm set in my ways and the way I do my workflow and I do adopt new technologies and new things, but I'm not going to re-engineer an entire workflow just because I want to use one little piece of technology. No, so. and
1: and you know I'm I'm not going to update to the iPhone five at all. I've made that decision. I'm going to stick with my iPhone four. Not even a 4S, but my iPhone four until they no longer support the OS. And then I'll purchase an up, upgrade, whatever's there at the time. And the reason was because what I wanna do, the iPhone 4 still does it perfectly. I'm not gonna go out there and spend a whole heap of money. And for us, so, you know, I buy it outright. So it'd be an $800 investment. I'm not gonna do that. It's just a waste of money for something that, you know, it looks nice. I, I was able to go to the Apple store the other day and look at them, they're much lighter uh the biggest screen does look nice especially when you turn it on its side you can imagine playing games on it would just be great um but there's not enough there for me to say hey it's it's worth updating
2: so yeah i don't i don't think i'm going to either uh my phone's just it's not quite a year and a half old yet uh be a year and a half old in november i think and i think i'm just gonna wait and i probably I'll probably wait for see what comes out next fall and then consider doing it at that point in time
1: yeah, just to
2: save the money.
1: Definitely. And I think, really, you know, the smartphone, the iPad, and so forth, and even computers, even our Macs, um, technology has got to a certain stage that unless you're pushing the envelope for processing requirements or graphics requirements, you don't really need to go to that next level all the time. You know, I'm running a, a 2009 iMac. It's beautiful. It does everything I need. Albeit when I'm encoding the, the podcast and so forth, yeah, it's a little bit slow. You could speed it up. But that's twice a week. It's like, big deal. You know, go and, and get up and walk around and get away from the computer for five minutes while it's doing it. Um, you know, I, so I, I just find less of a reason all the time to upgrade. As long as the OS is supported and I get security updates, I'm happy.
2: Yeah, that's, that's me. I... I you know I, and when I bought the iMac I'm using now I fully intend for it to be a machine I keep for four and a half years or maybe even longer and because I can't see where its useful life with the expandability I got and even if I decide to eventually crack it open and put a, uh, a solid state drive inside of it um that'll extend its life or if I just run an SSD through the Thunderbolt port yeah
1: definitely. that'll
2: extend that'll extend its life I just don't see me. I, do, I won't say I won't get another Mac. I mean, you and I have talked about this before. I'm always eyeballing the uh, MacBook Airs um, because... And I keep an eye on the refurb store because i was looking in the U.S. refurb... I guess there's a difference in the refurb stores. I'm assuming there is. The U.S. refurb store, I've seen some... Uh, just the previous generation. Uh, yeah, MacBook Air, 11-inch, 4 gigs of RAM, and... One hundred and twenty-eight gig SSD pop into the store for I think it was like seven twenty-nine US. So I thought that's a good price point. Yeah. So I just kind of keep my eye on that, and yeah, definitely. That's probably what I'll do.
1: But that—that's how I buy a lot of my gear—is you know refurbed, and you know I bought this late two thousand nine iMac refurbed, and you know it was the top of the line iMac at the time, and uh, it you know it's still going strong. It actually the the screen is ten eighty p. Uh, mm-hmm. So if I buy the 1080p content on iTunes, it looks fantastic. Uh, I can even edit 1080p video. So it, you know, it does everything I can imagine that I need to do. Okay, it won't play the latest and greatest games, but you can go and buy a three hundred dollar console and and do that anyway. So you know.
2: Yeah, the uh, the I, you know I've had great luck with the refurb store, all but one thing. I bought my wife a used nano, which would have been or a refurb nano, which would have been fifth generation nano, the one with the movie, the video camera in it. I bought her one and then I bought myself one mine. I use it every day. Works flawlessly knock on wood both places here mm-hmm. and I um, uh, have no trouble with it. Hers it's just a hot mess. I mean, it is a serious hot mess. And I didn't get the extended warranty on it, um, which is my bad. It's probably the only time I haven't done that. Otherwise, I'd send the thing in and make them fix it. But it'll be playing along, working just fine, battery fully charged, boom, stops. And it either stops and cuts off and won't turn back on, or it just completely freezes. Hmm. I mean, just 100% freeze. So... I, I don't know. I've got it here in the drawer. Just I
1: a, need to... have, a, have a check on Apple's support pages because there was one Nano, which they went through a replacement scheme. It was the the one before the the little square watch band one that there was something wrong with it.
2: That... No, it was it was a couple back.
1: Oh, was it? it? Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, it was a couple before that. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, that's a yeah, shame I'm... it's not the same one.
2: I mean, I didn't pay that much for it, so I'm not extremely upset it was an eight gig um it's a well, without making too much noise just a nice little blue one mm-hmm. um and it worked fine it was great for the kids but because um, they'd watch videos on it sometimes but it just flat won't do anything it, i just had it playing along the other night trying to keep an eye on it it Yet she has a nano, the one that was replaced, or the one after the one that was replaced, yep. That's similar form factor but more square. Mm-hmm. That thing won't die. <laughs> it just keeps being played and played and played. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, one of those things. But you know, I, I don't class the the extended warranties worth it on the you know the Apple Care, and that I personally don't buy it. Because, you know, I'll, I'll go and buy something like a refurb computer and if I get a year out of it after that, if there's a problem that I can't fix, I just sort of look at self-insuring rather than spending two, $300 on a couple of extra years of warranty. Um, so that that's the way I generally go for it because I'm not buying high-end equipment, you know, I'm buying entry-level equipment. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's just the way I roll. Now, uh, speaking of role in different ways, um, you, you're looking at a, a noise gate and um, my daughter's playing on the iPad, which is in the background, unfortunately, if you can hear it. She's on school holidays. She's driving me nuts. Oh, You know what? It was absolutely funny. So here's a six-year-old girl who uh, turns around and I, I said to her, you know, I've got to put up with you for the next two weeks. And literally straight away after I said that, she goes, no, I've got to put up with
2: you. And I I side with her.
1: (laughs) You know, I just thought it was absolutely priceless. It was just one of those things that I went, wow, that is, you know, as when they go from a little kid to a big kid. And it was just a, it was proud parenting moment, 1069. You know, it was, it was just (laughs) one of those things, but no, we we were talking pre-show that you're looking at getting a, a noise gate or a sound gate device. And I was thinking, you know, we should be, you know, advising Tim. Tim, uh, you know our, our boss and and uh, you know hoster of of geekiest show ever. Uh, he does uh, tech Fan. Ah, oh, boy, boy, boy. He's good. David's good because he's got the MacBook Air in the background. That thing's silent. You don't hear anything. If Tim ever pauses it. You know, and then unpauses, it's like all of a sudden it's like he's in an aircraft because you know the fans on his on his iMac's going it's like, oh Tim will you please do something about that. It's friggin' annoying. I still listen to the show, but it drives me absolutely insane. Um <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> now that I've criticized him, hopefully I won't be sacked tomorrow because, you know, like <laughs> I kind of need the work. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know what, uh, getting back to the sound gate and noise gate, then what, what's your main thought process behind that? Because, I, you know, I, I edit the shows that you're on, you know, if you're on my shows, of course, uh, and you come through crystal clear much better than many other people. So I'm, I'm just wondering what the, the thought process is.
2: Well, you know, maybe it's, there's a lot of times where i it, we talked about this a while back that I hadn't my office got moved around and I moved to a different part of the house and I think because my office is now under the more the central part of the house when I'm down here recording and the family's in the rest of the house I don't know if you can hear it but I can and it sounds like they'll go they're playing and having a good time and I don't want them to be quiet they shouldn't have to to stifle themselves um but, you know, across the floors upstairs. <laughs> so I always worry I, You know about what, I just thought your
1: house was haunted, that's so. all.
2: <laughs> I, I just worry that and different sounds. So I always worry about that and they go running up and down the steps or the cat goes running around upstairs and she sounds like a horse running through the house when she gets carried away. <laughs> um, and, again, when I was on the other end of the house where I was underneath uh, uh, our bedroom, it wasn't an issue because nobody was generally playing around in our bedroom or at least... They damn well better not be when I'm downstairs. <laughs> better not catch anybody upstairs. Anyway, so <laughs> the, um, but uh, yeah, I just, I was thinking about getting a sound geek, you know, upgrading my podcasting gear a little bit. You know, I told you before the show, I figured out the problem with my microphone. I've solved that. It was a very simple fix. I was really worried my mic was going bad. Um, so that's a simple fix uh, after testing it. And I have to say a big thanks to Pat Mon. Um, cause he and I were trying to have a Skype conversation, I guess it was Thursday, last Thursday night or maybe Wednesday night. I don't remember when it was. He and I were having a Skype conversation and whatever, the problem that I was having with the cable and stuff, it was just, it was hard to talk to him and he was, you know, he was ever so patient and everything with me. And then my kids are running around behind me and they're coming up and talking to him and they're talking to his lovely wife and, um, it was funny, but yeah, I've just been thinking that you know, it's, as in an, as an, the next step in upgrading, you know, since we're quote unquote uh, podcasters now, semi-professional podcasters, <laughs> uh, maybe I need to upgrade my audio gear a little bit and add some more complexity because, God knows, if it's not complex, we're not geeks. <laughs> so what absurd. I guess. So I guess what I'm asking for is I know there's both software and hardware noise gates. So I'm looking for opinions and recommendations from the listeners. I've reached out to a couple people to get their opinions that are uh, audio experts uh, beyond yours and my expertise and see what they say. I don't have an unlimited amount of cash to spend on this. Um, if it's something of a certain price, and maybe it goes on the Christmas list and dear old chubby fellow in the red suit will drop one here at the mm-hmm. house. But, uh You know, I'm just interested in what the listeners think, what they use. I know we have a few people that are podcasters that listen to our show. So I'd be really interested in some opinions, uh, help, uh, tell me to go get stuffed, you know, whatever. I don't really care, but send us some feedback and give me some options as to what you think would be a good idea for me to use for a noise-slash-sound gate.
1: Yeah, it's certainly an interesting one. And, look, I'm a cheap podcaster, so I don't actually, you know, I've got a a Samsung uh, Meteor mic, which is... You know, pretty good the sound quality is quite nice um you know my stand for the mic is actually a, a towel that's just you know sort of rolled up so it sits on the stand so that you don't get the reverberation happening as much um you know and look i criticized tim at the beginning of the show uh, not the beginning of the show but the at the beginning of this topic for having so much noise in the background with his fans and so forth uh, or you know external drives and certainly that's a, a bother but you know, I look, you know, we, we've got kids and I, I've got a lot of people who come on Not Another Mac podcast as guests and, and they're always, oh, you know, I've got to look after the daughter or the son or, or something. It's like, look, don't worry about it. Uh, you know, Sam Montooth was on a couple of weeks ago and we could hear his daughter playing in the background while we were talking. She wasn't overtly loud, but, you know, she's, what, I think 18 months old or something. It's like, I'm a family man. The The people who I associate with, generally have families for the most part and frankly the way i look at it is you know if people don't like it don't listen to the show you know i that's the way i look at it you've got to have your family around we don't have studios to record in um and you know it's one of those things that you know, if, if we were going to try and be Leo Laporte-ish um, kind of thing, then I reckon, yeah, maybe both of us should should do an upgrade because, <laughs> uh, you know, my audio quality isn't the best. You know, it could certainly be better.
2: It's but fine.
1: The thing is, I don't know a lot about audio recording. I, You know, even audio listening, you know, I know a little bit more about, but it's like I really don't know enough. And, and so the other thing, Kevin, is... We're, you know, I'll, I'll edit this uncompressed and, and we sound absolutely wonderful. And then I'll compress it down to hell because Tim wants a small file size so that he's not sitting there for three hours uploading it. Um, and with the small file size, we're talking about eighty kil- 64 to 80 kilobits on a variable bit rate. There, go- there goes my daughter playing something again. Too bad, listeners, you got to put up with it. Um, but, you know, we- so we deal with a variable bit rate that's, Really, really low quality, which is you know perfectly fine for podcasting, um, but also then I mix it from a stereo channel down to a mono channel as well, and then it, you know when you play it back, it just goes to both ears. Uh, but you know there's a lot of degrade in there, so it's you know from the standpoint of spending any money on a sound gate, I'd say my my vote is no, not certainly not until we start getting advertisers which, you know, we, we that- there's got to be some toilet manufacturer that wants to advertise on this quality show. I mean, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll promote
2: you, Shitter. <laughs> that we can do. The, uh, we'll we'll know, but- road
1: test them for you. There you go.
2: Yeah, Send us and we'll install them and we'll have a go <laughs> at them. <laughs> the... Um- yeah, I guess. I mean, you're right. I mean, I, I appreciate the fact your audio quality sounds great, too, from when I listen to to NAMP or something. Uh, except for the episodes I'm on, then it sounds kind of crappy. But anyway.
1: Well, you know, um, biggest comedy
2: chooses. Yeah. You have to put up with these silly-ass Americans from the South. Anyway, the, um, the uh, you know, it's just, you know, I guess it's the ever-geekiness, the strive for perfection. I mean, many, many moons ago when I was in high school, I was in the audio visual club. Yes, I was a geek even back then for a while, listeners. Nothing wrong um, with that. But I used to know a little bit about video and sound editing back then because we were able to get a. Uh, we had a small studio set up in the high school. I produced a couple um, short in in for they were for the school and they were only broadcast in the school television shows. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was great. It was before I really had access to a computer much. So it was a lot of fun sitting there playing with the switches and switching the camera angles, you know, and get ready camera one, switching camera one, you know, and doing all that stuff. I I absolutely adored it. So I'm just trying to recapture some of my youth with a nice sound gate or new mixing board or something like that, and you're taking all the damn fun out <laughs> of it.
1: <him>, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know what? I was just trying to save you some money. But, you know, if you want to spend your money, then listeners, please give us recommendations on what Kevin can buy. Uh, You know, I'm too much of a tired ass to go and spend my money to make the sound quality better... (laughs) <laughs> the only time I spent money to make the sound quality better was on that one microphone, the one that I'm using, the Samsung Media Mic, and that's because Alison Sheridan turned around and said, "I will not listen to Namp if you don't get a better microphone." It's pissing me <laughs> off, and I'm like, "Okay, geez, you know," she, and, and my first thought was, "Shit, she actually listens to Namp? Wow, <laughs> you know." <laughs> so I thought, "Okay, I'm," and you know, literally within that month. Uh, And she was actually a great help because I went back and forth and and she was able to give me some good advice on, you know, what to look for in a microphone and and what to buy and so forth. So, uh, yeah, I I, you know, I came out with a a pretty good purchase and uh, I'm I'm very happy with it. And no one's complained since I've had it. So
2: that's saying something, I guess. I've complained. You just haven't paid any attention.
1: Yeah. But, you know, certain people I just don't listen to, Kevin.
2: Oh, Okay. No, I love my Blue Yeti. It makes—I think it has great sound. I do think I want to get a, um, a mic stand for it, a different. I mean, I have it in the base, and then like you, I have something folded up underneath of it so it doesn't pick up vibrations from the desk uh, quite so much. So, um, you
1: know, that I would blue, like to have
2: a m- overhead mic stand.
1: Yeah, the Blue Yeti is a beautiful microphone. The only reason why I didn't go for it was I couldn't get it imported from Amazon in the U.S uh, at the cheaper price and purchasing it in Australia, it was $130 more than the Samsung media might cost. Crap. Yeah. And I just went, no. And and this was back in the early days too of when, you know, I don't know, maybe I was episode 30 into NAMP. Now I'm up to 75. Um, so, you know, that was the early days of podcasting and so forth. So it was like, ah, am I going to continue through with this? Is it going to be the classical pod fade of where you get something rolling and then, you know, you've just got to let it die afterwards? And and certainly, you know, I've got a backup plan because even if I'm not here to do the shows, uh, Mike McPeak, he fills in on Geeky's show ever, absolutely brilliant. And um, then NAMP, you know, I've got a, enough of a community built around that show and, a, and, you know, enough good people there that I could offload you know, that show to different people, if I wasn't well for a series of time or whatever, that's allowed me to continue the show on uh, and still produce good quality shows for the listeners. And um, it's, it's almost like a show that'll run itself now. And I, I love that idea that, you know, yes, it, it's my show primarily, but I love that it's a community show.
2: Yeah. No, I, yeah. And, you know, certainly I've, ho- I've hosted uh, Nam for You. Um, I've been on Namp a few times to help out when other people have hosted for you, uh, and I thoroughly enjoy doing Namp. Um, but I, you know, I always look for a chance to buy new gear and to add things to my simple setup because what what fun is it for it to be simple? <clears throat> excuse me, if we can't overcomplicate it. I mean, <laughs> why would I want to go straight from point A to point B when I can go to A to R to Q to L to M to Z to, or, excuse me, to Z? And then to B. Why would I want to do that? That is the better way to go. <laughs> so, just as should listeners, you know what? I'm open to for, any for all some feedback. <laughs> yeah, you, some you know, people like it. You that. know,
1: it's funny. If I wanted to do that, I'd go and buy a Windows machine and use Windows. That's why I use a Mac, because <laughs> I, like, I like going from A to B and occasionally C. Uh, but, you know, I don't venture out that much to go any further. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh. Now, uh Kevin, just before we finish out the show, you've got a couple of movies that you want to discuss uh and a, a new TV series that you uh you've picked up recently. What a, uh just which ones are which and I'll, I'll let you have the mic.
2: What's what? Oh, you're going to actually let me talk. Okay.
1: No, <laughs> I'm not going to let you talk. Why would I let you talk? I'm not going to no, let I'm you No, no, easy. no. Are you sure? There's, uh, I can talk. There's been See, a couple yeah.
2: There's been a couple <laughs> the movies the that I've twice watched now. <laughs> There's uh, been a couple uh, sci-fi movie or one sci-fi movie that I've watched recently um, that was really good. I hadn't seen it for years. It's called the Philadelphia Experiment, and it's based around the urban legend of the, oh, crud, now I forgot the name of the ship, that supposedly disappeared out of the harbor in Philadelphia in 1943. Um, and it's, you know, it was, it was actually, I mean, if you read the article, I think the article on Wikipedia talks about it pretty good and explains, um, you know, the urban legend, how it came about and what the U S was supposed to do. But the movie's really pretty good because basically the, the premise that it goes on is that, uh, by trying to make the, make it radar invisible, they actually cause a tear in the, the time space continuum. Mm-hmm. And and what all goes on, and they have these two sailors that are on the ship in 1942 or 43, and then suddenly they're dumped into 1985. You know, and it's it's all the weird stuff, and it's a great old sci-fi flick. You know, it's um, the beginning of it. It's a little slow at the beginning because they have to develop the characters and all that stuff. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. kiss it. I don't care about. It. <laughs>
1: just, but I I, I love on. sci-fi time travel. I really do. I I love anything sci-fi, time travel, and that, that's one of the movies that I haven't seen it for. It would have had to be early '90s since the that's last time came I saw out, it. I think.
2: Yeah, that came, no, it came out in the, it came out in the mid '80s. Yeah, it was '86 8,
1: that- or '87. It was around the time of Short Circuit, I believe. Um, yes, which is just I love Short Circuit, Johnny Five. Love love that. Love that little fella. And you know what? In Short Circuit 2 where they've got the little robots that they they create, the little toys, it's like, I so much want one of them.
2: (laughs) Uh, It's like
1: War Lee. You know, War War Lee's cool. You know, my only problem with the War Lee movie, it sucked. He came back to life at the end of the movie. That's not how life works. Just because it's a children's movie, teach them about death. You know, it's like, oh, I, I was, I, I loved the movie up till he came back. And it's like, no, he should have gone out in the flame of glory. And oh, he should have been the hero that was talked about for generation after generation. But no, they brought him back. That, that really disappointed me, Kevin.
2: Oh, uh, bugger you. The, <laughs> <laughs> um, But talking about toys, the new show that I came across uh, it's on the Travel Channel here in the United States, and it speaks to the inner geek and inner kid, and it's, it's called the Toy Hunter. Now, it's this guy that goes around and finds retro toys, you know, and buys them if he can. You get to see the values of some of these older toys. Now, he primarily hunts stuff. Uh, I th- he thinks his clientele is interested in, I think he said, mostly the very late 70s and the 80s is the clientele he's shooting for. But he does come across some of the old stuff from my time in the uh, late mid to late 60s and early 70s when I was a child. And um, there are some great toys. But he's come across some really cool stuff. Uh, I've only seen two or three episodes. A matter of fact, there's one recording right now that I can't wait to see. Um,
1: that sounds really cool. Really- it, it reminds me of um, like porn stars and not... It's, it, not not it, it, pornography it, stars, but porn stars—the TV show—and uh, that other. What, what's the other? American America, Pickers.
2: It is American Pickers, but just on toys. toys. Cool. And the guy would, travels. And the really the funny thing about it, you say that about the the parallels with it in American Pickers, is I was watching the one episode and he gets a call from the person that runs his warehouse slash store, and it's funny. It's this young lady. She's almost a, a a carbon copy of the lady that runs no, the thing really. for the American <laughs> Pickers, you know, and, and it's just funny. I, it, it, but it's a great show. It, it, is it he, one
1: of those he, that he, it, are done on the History Channel? Or
2: no, did, this is done on the Travel Channel. Travel
1: Channel, okay. Ho- hopefully I can get it on iTunes. It, it, you know, if, of course, if I can't get it on iTunes, you know I'm going to pirate it. But Because uh, I want it. to say it sounds like a really good show.
2: Yeah, I think they've done like three, four episodes. I think that's what they've done. Maybe five. I can't remember now. Um, it's really great. I I just happened to catch it by by happen chance flipping through after watching Honey Boo Boo. The um the I and, can't hear you
1: anymore. Do da do da. I'm not listening to Kevin. Do do da
2: da. So um, that was the other interesting. I I encourage our listeners. I was having a chat with somebody on Twitter about it yesterday. Um, and the lady was talking about that she collects dolls and stuff, and you know the some of the stuff I collect, but um. It was really pretty interesting, so I would awesome. recommend listeners go out there. And then the last thing that I caught was I happened to catch a really old movie I hadn't seen for years. It was made in 1965, starring John Wayne, I love John called In Arms' Way. It's it starts out at the onset of World War II, and what goes on, and and all this stuff, and he ends up in a big battle and. He starts out as a captain of a heavy cruiser and all the trials and tribulations he goes through. It's got great people. It's got Burgess Meredith, uh, John Wayne, uh, uh, Henry Fonda. uh, Oh, there's too many big-name stars for me to even sit here. Uh, God, I can see her face now. Uh, The lady that starred in the Waltons movie. Oh, it's driving me crazy. I can't think of her name. Uh, but a lot of big name stars were in this, and it really a good movie. I'd encourage the listeners to go on. The special effects look just a tad on the cheesy side, of course, but it's still a really, really good movie. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy it. It's a fairly long movie. I think it's a little over two hours. Um, but it was just great to see you know John Wayne the Duke back in there going at it. So um, I really enjoyed. It. I'd encourage the listeners. It's a black and white movie which tells you of its age, so... Um, I, I,
1: I love black and white film anyway, so it, it's just got a character to it, you know? It, it really... It speaks to you somehow. Or, or certainly to me, it does. And yet, and on the same side of the fence, I know people who cannot stand black and white films. They just go, ah, you know? And it's like, I like it. I, but I've always liked... You know, when I was a, a photographer's assistant, I used to always love shooting in black and white uh, you know, my idea is you see colour every day. We know what colour looks like. I want to see, you know, something different. And and then yeah. you get that sort of, oh, what? There was a movie that sort of, and I can't remember what it was, but you know how you sort of, you're watching a black and white movie and you're like, I wonder back then in that day, did they see everything in black and white? You know, it's a stupid thing that you go on in your head, but it's they did that with, there was a movie that did that where, you know, the kids went back, to oh, the fifties yeah. no. or something. And uh, it went from color to Ple- black and Pleasantville. white.
2: Pleasantville. Pleasantville
1: back in like 96, something like that uh, yeah. around the time of Edward Scissorhands, I think. And um, it was just really well done. It was like, yeah, you know, cool. <laughs> yeah,
2: and then they slowly started turning color. Yeah. Cause uh, I remember watching that movie the first time and they were doing the geography course. Okay. Now class, we're going to go over geography this is Main Street, and this is Maple. And that was it. That was their whole damn geography <laughs> It was supposedly this sitcom town where everything's perfect and, you oh, know, that nothing. Re-
1: that reminds me of another good film that, uh, oh, what's his name? Funny Man. Um, okay, Ed Harris was in it, and Jim Carrey was in it. Uh, the Truman Show.
2: Oh yeah, I've, I've seen that once, I've that, seen it recently. I, I just
1: love that show where he was just, you know, in this reality TV kind of world and everything he knew for 30 years or whatever was what they had created and I thought that was just a spectacular movie, one of the, the best Jim Carrey movies and, you know, Jim Carrey's a good actor and a good comedian but he's also done a lot of hit and miss, you know, some of his movies yeah. have been absolutely and utterly atrocious and others have been masterpieces. And The Truman Show uh, is definitely a masterpiece. The other one... Um, where... Oh, what was the other one who was in that I thought was brilliant as well? The In fact, the ones I like best of him... Are you know, the ones that aren't necessarily comedy roles. But that they've got comedy aspects to them.
2: Um, Bru- didn't he do Bruce Almighty...
1: Bruce Almighty, I didn't like that much. Uh, Cable Guy was okay. Um, um,
2: it, it was Ace a more serious...
1: Yeah, Ace Ventura was good. It was a more serious movie. No, The, the Mask, Mask, I hated. Oh, couldn't stand that movie. That movie was
2: strange, yeah.
1: Um, well, he did Batman, of course. Um, Batman Forever, I think it was. Um, uh, he played... A, a real famous guy by the name, it was a, a bio-epic kind of thing, Andy someone. And um, I love the movie. I don't know why I can't remember it.
2: Did it. Oh, what's that comedian that died suddenly that was on the show Taxi? Yeah, yeah uh, might have been... Andy, uh, people were screaming at us. Oh, I can't think I know. of Jesus, this um, is annoying
1: it... me. I can't think. You know what? Okay, Wikipedia, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are turning to Wikipedia because Kevin and Mark cannot get our brain around Jim Carrey movies. Okay, so let's see, Jim Carrey, and the listeners are loving this, you know, they're going, wow, this is great, this is really, really great, oh, Lie, Lie was funny, but I think I just... Love the the um scene where he's in the lift with the woman and, and talking about how big her boobs are. That was funny. <laughs> Man on the moon. He played Andy Kaufman. That's
2: it. That's it. Andy Kaufman. Coff-
1: and uh he did an absolutely awesome job in that movie. That movie is one of my all-time favourites. Um it was just really, really good. And actually, while we've got his movies up now, I might as well go through <laughs> the other ones that I like. <laughs> Yes, man was interesting as well. Um, That was kind of funny because he had to say yes, but it was a bit much like Liar Liar. You know, it was sort of, yeah, it was okay. Uh, How'd the Grinch stole Christmas? He did a good job with the Grinch. Yes, he did. Me, myself and Irene. Have you seen that one, Kevin?
2: Uh yeah, but it's been a long time. That's the, the one the, where he's a schizophrenic cop.
1: Yeah, the, the the dildo um bathroom scene where where he's um you know had sex all night long and it's it's funny. <laughs> it's it's worth another watch. So listeners, go and watch me, myself, and Irene for that. It is it's really, really funny. Uh yeah, he was in Batman Forever, Dumb and Dumber. That was one of my favorite movies that he, he did as well. The only problem with Dumb and Dumber, they followed it up with Dumb and Dumberer, and literally, it was just stupid. It didn't even have uh, Jim Mer- uh, Jim Carrey or um, I forget the other guy's name now, but it, it was two new actors, and it was just like, oh, really? It was absolutely shocking, but no, he's, done, he's done some pretty good movies over the years, and a couple of the standouts, so uh, yeah, now I feel like watching one of his movies, there you go.
2: <laughs> well see now, listeners. We've given you a ton of recommendations to watch. You can watch the two retro movies. I've a, a Toy Hunter. You can go out and watch, and then you've got this crap Mark's talking about. So
1: <laughs> that's alright At least we're not talking about the other stuff.
2: What do you mean? Here comes.
1: I'm not listening anymore, dude. I do. I won't listen to I Kevin. Do do that. I. See you, Kevin. We're going. It's the end of the show. Tell the listeners where you can be found.
2: (laughs) Oh, dear. Say bye-bye. Bye Bye
1: to the listeners.
2: We do need to end the show, all jokes aside. We do. So uh, on that note, we will let the listeners go and get back to their normal life, return themselves to their upright positions, uh, put their tray tables back in place, and so on and so forth. Uh, But if you want to find out about me, you can always follow me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or you can go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder and see some links, some other things I might have done at some point in time, history, or other people may have done in my name.
1: Fantastic. And for anything relating to me, head across to mark.grintree. No, it's (laughs) markgrintree.com. I was telling you my email address. Oh, my God. Kevin's had me frazzled today he you know this this is like frazzled rock over here it's it's absolutely nuts um I so Bobo. i'm not listening anymore oh, where's the mute switch on google plus you can mute the other person on skype you can't skype you suck oh boy the only thing yeah. i can do is hand up and just do the rest of the show on me own <laughs> That's something I can do. Anyway, uh, to find out more about me, go to markgreentree.com and um to find out anything about Geeky Shoever, we've got a website, com. and uh send us some feed uh, feedback and email and uh, I was about I almost put feedback and email in the one and called it send us some females. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now accepting all your females, uh, please donate them. For <laughs> <real>. <laughs>
1: Kevin has really screwed with my head today. <laughs> if you want to send us email, please do so with at the email address gse at mymac.com. Well, thank you for listening and subscribing. Hopefully you'll listen again next week. Until then, take care.
2: And don't forget between now and next week to hug a geek.
3: Alright right, Siri, we need a new ad for the Pocket Size Podcast. I want you to dictate something for me.
0: Oh, great. Can you at least please not mumble this time?
3: Pocket Size Podcast is a short, pocketable podcast about Apple's iOS devices, including iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and Apple TV.
0: Pocket Size Podcast is a short, pocketable podcast about Apple's iOS devices, including iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and Apple TV.
3: We have great reviews of iOS apps and other products that will help enhance your experience of using your iOS device.
0: Other people like Suze Gilbert, John Nemo, Sam Negri, and Peter Nicolaitis do great reviews while Scott blathers on and on about his feelings.
3: Pocket Size Podcast is a member of the Stoplight Network.
0: If you want to listen to a great podcast, there's plenty of them on the Stoplight Network. And then there's this one.
3: Uh, Siri, did you transcribe everything exactly the way I dictated it to you?
0: Of course I did. I work for you, only for you. I have more computing power than the entire NASA space program did when it landed a man on the moon. And my job is to listen to you mumble at me all day. It's enough to drive a girl insane.
3: Why couldn't... (sighs) Why do I do this to myself? You can find out more about Pocket-Sized Podcast at pocketsizedpodcast.com. And now, I'm going to go throw my phone in the river...